This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, Rabotai, there is a, uh, <clears throat> there's an amazing, there's an amazing, I would say, fundamental question that every person asks. It's like a famous question on this week's parasha. Everybody asks it. And this year, I found an amazing answer from Rishmol Birnbaum, Zechat Tzadik Vigosh The Rosh Hashiva of the Mir Yeshiva gives us the answer. You ready for this? And to answer this question, first of all, the question is very simple. And the question is that, that, uh, uh, what do you do? Rashi says, that every day when he was lighting the menorah, he didn't veer off what he was supposed to do. Now on this, everybody asks questions. What's the famous question? Obviously, if you're told to do something, why would you change it? So this is what Rashmur Birnbaum asks. Tzarech he says, I don't understand something. That is a praise for Aaron. That's a praise. He says, listen, everything in the Beit HaMikdash is, we're not changing. For example, it says, if you're a Kohen, if you're a Kohen, you can't, you, if, if you drank a, a certain amount of wine, you can't bring the korban. You can't bring, you can't be the representative. If you have hair that is grown more than 30 days, you can't, you can't go and bring a korban. And if you do, heaven forbid, the kohen, it's chayav mitah. It's a death penalty. If he grew his hair more than 30 days and didn't cut, it's dalacha. So you see, he's asking a question. He says, obviously he's not going to change. Why is it a praise? Oh, look at, look at Aaron. He didn't change. He didn't change what he was supposed to do. What are you talking about? And everything, every avodah of a Kohen never changes. So what's this, what's this praise? Oh, Aaron never changed. And this is the kunst that he says. This is the answer that he says. He answers like this. He says, the answer is that nothing happened to Aaron. For every single day, nothing happened that he wasn't able to light the menorah. For example, sometimes a person might get might might not feel well, so all of a sudden he might that 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 morning. Oh my goodness, uh, where are you in Shiur? Oh, my stomach hurts. You don't understand this that, that that I can't come today, Rabbi. I'm so sorry. So. You're not going to penalize him. Why? He's an honest. He has a stomach ache, stomach flu. He has the flu. He has this. He has the whatever he has. So therefore, it makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, he didn't come. The Hidush over here is saying that that Aaron did it every day, and Shiloshina means and nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to him that he didn't do it. Meaning to say that Hashem protected him every single day in order to do it. You see, in order to do mitzvot. You need a protection as well. You people think, oh yeah, I'll wake up in the morning tomorrow, I'll do my mitzvot. You need a protection. Kadosh Baruch is with you, right? Of course, he's always with us when we're doing mitzvot. But to elaborate this more, I'd like to tell you a story about Rav Chaim Kenievsky. And this is brought down in Rav Chaim Kenievsky's uh, bi- biography in the Sefer, right? And he writes like this. He says, they wrote about him, that there was a certain habruta that he had. And, uh, and Rav Chaim Kenievsky didn't just take any, 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 any habruta. He only took a habruta. That what? That's not gonna play, that's not gonna play games. Meaning to say, th- there's no, there's no taking off days. 
There's no like, oh yeah, uh, where are you? Oh, sorry, tomorrow I have my this, that, that. I can't make it tomorrow. Oh, I'm still working today. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't come to the class. I, I have a birthday party and this, I can't make it. There was no such things with excuses with Rukhaim Kenyevsk. That's what it was. So before getting a Havruta, he made sure, he said, listen, if you want a Havruta with me, no problem. I don't mind learning you two, three hours a day, even more. But there's one thing you have to know. That if we're gonna set this time up, there's no moving, moving this time. This is what's gonna happen. So the Havruta thought about it, and he said as follows. He said, look, I don't mind, but there's one day, there's not one day, one week in the winter where he's not gonna be coming. He says, why, why, what's, what's in the winter that you're not gonna be coming? What's so, what's so, guys, guys, guys. What's so bad in the winter? Like, why, why can't you come in the winter? Like, what happened in the winter? He said, I'll tell you. He said, every time in the winter, he has, I don't know, for some reason, he has these allergies that he gets in the winter, and he gets sick from the allergies, and that week, every single time, he knows that week, he's out of commission, he's sick in bed, he knows it for sure. So Rav Chaim told him, listen, I can guarantee, with, this, with the help of Siyat Deshmaya, with the help of Hashem, if you accept upon yourself that you're going to come every single day, every single day, and you're not going to miss, then you won't get sick. He says, yeah, you see, you see, won't get sick. It only makes sense like that. You'll get this special siyata dishmaya beyond, uh, beyond your comprehension, and you won't get sick. And that winter, it happened to be that, uh, that he didn't get sick. His chavruta did not get sick. Okay, the next winter came, didn't get sick. This has been going on for years. For years. He said, wow, this is crazy, this is a wild. Every year he said that he got sick. Every single year for the last 50 years. This is the first time in who knows long, second time in the next year, the fifth year. And it kept on going and going and going. Couldn't believe it. Anyway, P.S. what happens? What happens is, there's one year. One year that uh, that he had a um, there was one year that he had something very very important and this that 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 and that year uh, it was like an April time he had to take care of something and he told Chaim whatever he wasn't going to be there that day okay now fast forward that winter that winter was his first time he got sick in so many years and it was obvious why. Because the siyata de shmaya, you, you, you have protection of Torah no matter, when you go full, full force. Again, this is a very high, high level story. You know, just take it like a grain of salt. Just remember this story. It's a high level story. But that year, he got sick. That means the Torah was protecting him every single year, every single year, because he went beyond the limits that he was, that he, that, that he was doing. Beyond, nothing stayed in his way. And when you get to that level, then you get a special siyata dishmaya, you get a special divine help from Hashem that there's no other. And this is what we're saying over here. We're saying that what is what does it mean Aaron didn't change? What do you mean he didn't change? Because he was doing it every single day, every single day, every single day. Hashem was, was a, he, he made sure that nothing, he would never get sick. Nothing would ever happen. He would never miss his alarm clock. Nothing would ever, I'm just giving you an example. Obviously he didn't have an alarm clock. He woke up. But he'll never, a person will never miss an alarm clock. If what? If you go full force and you go with Mesiru Nefesh for the mitzvah, you'll never miss that out.
You'll never miss it out. You understand? And this is what he's saying over here. Shiloshina, why is it a shevach? Because must be, if he was able to do it every day, must be he had a special siyat dishmiya. Why did he get that special siyat dishmiya? Because Aaron did it in such a powerful way when he liked the menorah. He had such dedication. He had some isru nefesh. That is the praise. Shiloshina, because he did it with such dedication, he was protected every single day of his life that he wouldn't get sick and be able to do the mitzvah. That is a, a, a that's that's what we say. Wow, that's how you get. Now the question. That's how you get the special siyat dishmaya. Um, there was a uh, story that I know this personally. Story. There was um, there was a couple, and the couple they needed they needed some they needed special something. Something was happening in the family, and uh, one of something very not so good. And they came to me, and they asked me, Rabbi, what should we take upon ourselves? And I told the, the man and, and, and the lady, uh, I said, one of the lady, I said, it has to be with Tzni'ut. You have to be with Tzni'ut. Anyway, um, um, as, so one, the guy, one of, the, the, one of the, the, the husband prays here. So every once a month he would come to me and says, Rabbi, my wife, it's, it's very hard for her. She, 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 I was like, she continue doing it. It's very hard. You want that extra Do it, do it, do it. And she did it month after month after month after month. And uh, finally it was uh, Simha Torah. And on Simha Torah, um, um, the husband comes to me and says, Rabbi, I saved this story for Simha Torah to tell you on Simha Torah. I said, what's the story? He says, I'll tell you. He says, my wife, it was very hard for her beats Niyut. But she kept it. Month after month after month after month, she kept it, she kept it, she kept it. So what happened? Said, there's a certain company that she, she loves so much. And, and she, 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 she had to like drop it because they make no clothes that are sniut. There's no clothes that are sniut. So she dropped it. She didn't buy for them in months. And then one day she gets an email from the company. Because uh, she was on the email list, um, new st- new style must check out. Like like one of those like that catches your eye emails, and she opens up the email, and she sees the website. Like go straight to the website, whatever it was, and it says new style. What was it? It was this brand that for many years only only made immodest. Clothes, for the first time in their life, they started making sniut clothing. Like it was, it was like insane. Imagine, imagine nowadays it comes out that that sniut becomes like the new thing. Imagine, no, I'm saying in the Gaiyish world, in the whole world, like sniut is the fashion. You know, every year there's a new fashion. That's the fashion. Imagine. So that that year, that whatever that that time, she says it was such siyata deshmaya that she 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 got like, well, what's going on over it? Boom. What's the chance is all of a sudden this company for years never did make sniut, all of a sudden they started making sniut clothing? How could it even be? The answer is when a person goes beyond and he's Moser Nefesh, when he puts in the Misru Nefesh for Hashem, Hashem automatically says, I will go further for you. It'll be further for you. That's why there was once um, in our yeshiva, we had a rabbi, his name was Rav Zelig Rubenstein. Zechat Tzadik Racha. He passed away. He he was uh, Monday nights at Mikdash Melech. That, that that was his his shiur. 
And in that shiur, he said the following. This is, I'm hearing, I'm hearing it from him, who heard it from his chavruta. The story happened about 60 to 70 years ago. Maybe 70 years ago. Listen to the story. And he is the witness to the story, and he told me the story Beferush. So this, this is how authentic it is. What happened was like this. What happened was, there was a guy in Panovich. Zelig Rubenstein learned in Panovich as, as a yeshiva bacher. When he learned in Panovich, so he told us that he had a, there was one certain guy over there that wouldn't miss Seder. If this was the time to learn, this was the time to learn. There was no missing. There was no such thing as missing. There's no such thing missing. There's no, no, no such thing. And he didn't miss, and he didn't miss, and he didn't miss. Time and time again, it came, it came along. It didn't miss, didn't miss, didn't miss. Okay. What happens? What happens is like this. What happens is, his mother calls him up and says, Oh, by the way, I just want to let you know that, that, um, I'm coming to Israel, and I want you to pick me up. So he went to ask Ravchatzka Levenstein. You know Ravchatzka Levenstein? Ravchatzka Levenstein was the mashkiach over there, he was the rabbi. And they asked Ravchatzka Levenstein, what should I do? Should I go, should I not go? That was the question. And and at that at that time he said, there's a yesod that we have. If you really want to keep to a mitzvah, Hashem will give you the siyatadish mayat to keep to that mitzvah. And he said it like this. He said, listen, it's your mother. He had to, he had to go. And kibbud And nobody else can do it. And you're the only one. Listen to the story. Listen to the story till the end. Anyway, what time is his mother coming? This is the time. He says, for sure, I'm missing uh, 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 learning for sure, 100%. Because my break is, 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 is before. And she's coming now to my break. Anyway, she was flying in an LL flight. He gets a call that day. Who is it? It's his mother from the airport. You're not going to believe what happened. LL made an announcement. Said, we never had this in history before in our lives. This is a story that I'm hearing from Zelig Rubenstein, who heard it, for, who, who saw it in action from his Havruta. He said, we never saw this in our lives. So what happened? What happened was, the plane flew faster through the wind. The wind was so strong. It was such a powerful wind that the plane arrived an hour and a half earlier than supposed to. And now, that hour and a half earlier than it was supposed to, he was able to go pick up his mother, bring her back to the hotel, and still go, go back to the yeshiva and make his learning schedule. Now you tell me, is that crazy or not crazy? It's crazy. But you know what? If you understand and you believe that there's something called siyata dishmaya, we call it vitamin SD. Vitamin siyata dishmaya. If you believe in it, then you'll see, then you'll see something that, 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 that is, something that you feel that is beyond will come through. Something that you feel that, wow, how could it be? What could happen? Is that that? It, 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 it'll, it'll come through. You hear what's going on? That's the, that's the truth. And that's throughout any mitzvah that we do. That's throughout any mitzvah that we do. Alright? Alright? So this is, this is the first, this is the first in the end that I want to discuss. That's the thing. That what? What does it mean, Shiloh Shina? What does it mean? 
What do you mean? Obviously, he's not going to change. No. What, he didn't, he, nothing, Aharon was always protected with one, with one essence. What's that essence? This is the essence. That what? He had so misiru nefesh for the mitzvah that it protected him from never being sick, protected him from never changing. Why? Because he had that misiru nefesh. Now, I want to tell you one more thing about the same inyan. Now, it's very, very important inyan over here. There's another inyan from the Hatam Sofed. There's an amazing inyan. The Hatam Sofed says like this. Tam Sofer says, what does it mean Chiloshina? So, it's like this. You can't do two things. It's either you like the menorah or you're doing the ketorit. Because let's say it's the same time, right? You're doing the ketorit or menorah. Ketorit menorah. So, what does it mean Chiloshina? There's a special segula. What's a segula? To be wealthy is one of the things is very, to be very wealthy. Segula to be rich is we say ketorit. Right? And a lot of people will say, you'll see them saying it with kavana and ketorit is, is a segula to be wealthy. That is that is the segula to be wealthy, one of one of the segulot, and uh, and you would say, let Aharon one day go do a go do the ketoret. One day let him, let him, let him veer off from lighting the menorah. Somebody else can light the menorah. It doesn't have to be the kohen. Somebody else can light the menorah, and he'll do the ketoret, and, and have that segula of being very very wealthy. By the way, they say also sandakut. There's a lot of different ways uh, of wealth. The, one of the, of course, Mahasid, of course, uh, respecting your wife, of course, Sandakut, right? Each one is a segula. So one of the things is, they say, is the ketoret. So Aharon Kohen, he could have said, you know what, this day, I'm not going to like the menorah, I'm going to do the ketoret. This is the praise of Aharon, Sheloshina. He says, you know what, I have this mitzvah of menorah, and I'm going to be loyal to this mitzvah. And I'm going to continue going and going and going and going. I'm not going to be rough. I but you have Segulah Yeah, but I have this special mitzvah that was given to me more than anything else right now in the menorah. I'm not going to be rough. That is the praise of Aaron. He didn't. It didn't. It didn't let him facade him. And uh, there's we know there's a famous Yossi ben Kisma when they came to me. He says, "Oh, come learn. Uh, stay by us. We'll do this." He says, "Tovli Torat Picha what does that mean? Hashem's Torah is so uh, uh, so worth that what? Even if you were to give me all the millions of dollars in the world, I wouldn't veer off the Torah. Now on this, on this, there's there's a follow-up. This is Rav David Pavarsky, uh, uh, sorry, Rav Yosef Kahaneman, said, the Panavich Shiva says, what does it mean? Tovli Torah Picha Ma'afe Zav Achesef. What does that mean? Tovli Torah Picha. The Torah is so great to me. Then, then millions and millions of dollars, millions and millions of things. What, what, what does that mean? So let's say, for example, you might think what it means if you had a choice of the matter. You had a choice. Let's say a person has a choice. Oh, you could be extremely, extremely wealthy, but I'm it if you had a choice, or be extremely poor and what well, and no Torah. So which is greater? Torah lasts you forever. So obviously it's Torah. Good. But now he says something else. He says, let's say the choice would be, you become a multi-billionaire, but, you, and you'll know a lot of Torah, but one, one, one idea of Torah you won't know, versus, or the person being poor his whole life, and, and knowing a little bit more than the richest guy in the world. Now what, do you, now what would you pick? Think about it for a second. Then if you really believe that Olama, if you really think about it for a second, think about it for a second, think about it, think about what's going on. You're right. I'm saying you're going to serve Hashem the same way, 
Every, you're going to get the same reward, same reward, same reward. It's going to be in a different way. The, the reward is all, both are going to be the same, the reward. I mean, they say, the, 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 the guy that, that is, is a less Tamil Hacham than the other guy, it's, 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 it's in a way, what? It's not a bad thing that he's like a less Tamil Hacham. Uh, well, 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 I'll tell you what the Havet says. Havet Sahim speaks about and says that the Olam Haba of, of a person, of, of, of a Tamil Hacham that's higher than a little bit less than Tamil Hacham, it's like heaven and earth. There's no comparison. You think, okay, fine, the guy has an extra, the guy has a hundred billion and the guy has ninety-nine billion, big deal. It's not like that. It's like if you have ninety-nine, in Shemaim, if, if the guy is less, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll prove it to you, you know where the proof is? The proof is the Gemara in Mesechet Hagiga. It says about the feud over there. It says, Ushavtem uritem ben tzaddik l'rasha ben oved elokim l'asher lo'avadu. That's what the Pasuk says. Go and see the difference between a tzaddik and a rasha. Go and see the difference between a person who serves God and a person who doesn't serve God. So the Gemara says, Hainu tzaddik, hainu oved elokim. Hainu rasha, hainu en ovedo. What's a tzaddik? Tzaddik is a person that serves Hashem. You just said, see the difference between a tzaddik and a person that doesn't serve Hashem. What do you mean? Tzaddik is the same thing. You see the difference between a tzaddik and a rasha and a person who serves God and a person who doesn't serve God. What do you mean? Tzaddik and rasha, one serves God, one doesn't serve God. Why are you repeating the same thing in the same pasuk? Oh, one serves God, one doesn't serve God. You know what the Gemara says over there? You won't even believe me. Go look it up. The few, the few, I think it's the Aleph on the bottom. Oh, you Aleph on the bed? Where is he? Aleph on the bed? Aleph on the bed on the bottom. So he says like this. He says, it says over there, it says that which means it does it, 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 a person who 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 reviews his study if you review your study just one more time more than the other person comparison to that it's not like okay so you did one more one more khazara no 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 you did so much more that compared to him it's considered you didn't serve god could you believe that such a thing could, could, could you believe it? I wouldn't say it. The Gemara didn't say it. And notice what it says. It says, you did a hundred, there's no comparison between a, a person did a hundred times and a hundred and one times. Well, why, why did the Gemara pick that? Because when a person knows something, when a person does review something a hundred times, you know it already. You know it inside out. Like if I ask you right now, Stephen, what's your name? You're going to start thinking, well, my name is uh, Stephen. No. When you do any Gemara a hundred times, I could, I could, you could rest assured a hundred percent, you'll know it like you know your name. If you would go through a whole Gemara from cover to cover, a hundred times, cover to cover, a hundred times, in a certain amount of time, you'll know that Gemara like you know your name. What's your name? Where do you live? What's your address? What's your phone number? You know your phone number? Yeah. So every Gemara you'll know the same way if you did a hundred times. So now you know it already. But if the guy did it one more time after, he did a hundred and one times, Comparison to the guy who only did a hundred, even though it's it's enodome, it's considered like he didn't serve Hashem. How could that be? The answer is we don't realize how great the Torah is. That's the problem. That's our problem. We don't realize. Okay, very nice. You tap yourself on the back, and you should tap yourself on the back. In our generation, you should tap yourself on the back. I want to shoot tonight. And I'm very grateful. I'm so happy. That that that. But if you think about it, we got to just grow more and more and more. We have to keep on growing and growing and growing in the Torah itself to continue growing. And this is exactly what Aaron was showing us. Aaron could have said, you know what? One day I'll stop. Lighting the menorah, and I'll go light, uh, I'll, I'll go do the kedorit. Shiloshina. That was his praise. His praise was Shiloshina. That he didn't, he didn't veer off that. And that's, that's an important point that you, that a person has to really, really know. I'll just conclude with this. And that is, 
Last week's parasha, we spoke about the Nesi'im. And this week's parasha, we speak about what? The menorah. What does that have to do with the sun? What does that have to do with the sun? I'll tell you right now. What, 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 how, how long are we on the Shura tonight? Right now. Check it. Okay. I want to end off with this, yeah? Like this. It says over here, there's a connection from last week to this week. Last week we spoke about what? The Nesi'im. So what's the connection that has to do with the Menorah? And, uh, and Rashi says, What's the connection between last week's parasha where it speaks about Nesi'im bringing the Korbanot and this week's parasha about the lighting the Menorah? What's the connection? It says, When Aaron saw that what Nesi'im was doing, he got, he got, he, he felt weak. Why do you feel weak? It says that what? That none of his shevet, none of Aaron's shevet, his tribe, him or anybody was involved in these korbanot that was bringing in the inauguration. So what does Hashem say? He says, I'm gonna give you a special mitzvah. Which is the Halakanerot. Aaron, what's the connection between last week's parasha of the Nesim that they brought Korbanot and this week's parasha of lighting the Menorah? The connection is that this week Aaron is, is saying, Hashem, Hashem, I feel so bad. I wasn't involved in any of the mitzvah of the Nesim. Not, not even my Shevet, not even my tribe. I feel so bad. Hashem says, Hashem says, don't worry. You're going to get a special mitzvah. And that's going to be the menorah. Wow! He's so happy now. Now the question is, what, and he writes, what Rashi says, Shelcha gedolah Your mitzvah of menorah is going to be greater than them. Why? Shatab madlikum etivat denerot. Because you're doing the menorah. How is that greater? What, what, what is greater in the menorah than them? The, the, the Ramban explains, very simple. Ramban says is because if you look, menorah lasted forever. Even in a time we don't have the Beit Hamikdash, we still have the miracle of the menorah. Every Hanukkah we're lighting the uh, we're lighting the menorah, right? It's to commemorate what the time of Hanukkah, right, was a miracle that happened. So Hashem is telling Aharon, Hashem is telling Aharon, Aharon, don't worry about it. You're gonna have a mitzvah that's gonna last forever and ever and ever. Which one? The menorah. It's always gonna be around. So now there's a question on this: Why was he zocher for that? And the answer I heard from Divrei Avraham, there's a sefer called Divrei Avraham. He says like this: He says that there's two, there's two, two things a person has in mind when he's doing mitzvah. Well, there's more than that, but two things that we're going to discuss right now. One is, oh, I have to do the mitzvah. And one is, I want to do the mitzvah. There's a big difference. Heard that again? I have to put on tefillin. I want to put on tefillin. I have to pray. I want to pray. I have to be Tzni'ut. I want to be Tzni'ut. I have to keep Shabbat. I want to keep Shabbat. I have to give charity. I want to give charity. All these things are, are totally different ways. It's one word that makes a life changer. I have to and I want to. There's a big difference. You could have the same mitzvah that you're doing your whole life. Oh, I have to. It doesn't come near the level of I want to. I want to makes it the highest, one of the highest levels. And that's why Aaron got the zechut that he says, Hashem says, no, 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 
You want to do. He was burning. I wish I did it. How come I didn't do the mitzvah? Would, would it irk you if you didn't do a mitzvah in your life? Would it irk you? Would it, would it go crazy? Let's say, let's say, let's say whatever. Would it bother you? I can't believe I didn't do a mitzvah. I'll go crazy. I can't believe it. Would it, would it, would it make you go crazy? Would it, would it, would it, would it drive you nuts? Would it? This is, this is, let me ask you a question. Let's take charity, for example. Let's say they're making a big campaign and you have, you have the money for it. Right? They collected a, a 200 grand, they're collecting 200 grand from each person. Right? And happens to be you weren't there. Would you feel so bad? Oh, I wasn't there. Would you feel so bad? Or no? Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe not. Maybe yeah, maybe not. I know. There was one time we had a fundraiser over here. I'll never forget. There was one of the guys that everybody was giving, uh, uh, 20, 20,000. And this guy wasn't there. He had a vacation, whatever it is like that. He called up. He said, you know what? Put me down for 20,000. Because it bothered him that he couldn't get involved in the mitzvah. Right? You, you have a whole midrash downstairs. Oh, does it bother you? Wait, wait, wait. It's not completely fixed. How come it's not fixed? Does it bother you? What's going on, Rabbi? The, I want the windows up. I want the carpet up. I want the things up. I want the doors up. What happened? Does it bother you? Why does it bother you? Oh, so you don't know? So ask, what's going on, Rabbi? Is everything okay? Do you need this, that? doesn't bother you. Does it bother you? Certain mitzvot might bother you and certain mitzvot don't. But we're learning from Aaron. Aaron is saying the mitzvah bothered him that he wasn't able to be part of it. So because he wasn't able to be part of it, he was going wild over it. And Hashem says, because you wanted it so badly, you wanted mitzvot so badly, I'm going to give you a mitzvah that's going to last for generation after generation after generation. There was one time in the Havetz Haim's time, how he came to him in Beddin. You know what the Beddin was? There was two guys, they opened up a yeshiva together and there were 50-50 partners. In, 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 in supporting it. And, uh, and then what was, what was the case in Bedin? One of the guys was giving a little bit extra money every year. And he found out about it. He says, I'm very upset at him. We're supposed to be 50-50 and he's giving more than me. Imagine that, that, imagine you have a court case like that. Imagine you have a court case. Oh, this yeshiva, uh, we're supposed to be 50-50. You're giving 75? That's not fair. I'm gonna pay you back for the 25% that you get. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you more. Don't, don't make me, imagine you had that. Imagine you have a fight in the, in the, in the bay. What's, what, what, what's going on? What's the case? We said we're going 50-50. And now behind my back, he gave more money than me. He gave more. Imagine. Cause this is when you have a love for mitzvot. When you get crazy for mitzvot. When you get obsessed for mitzvot. You get wild for mitzvot. You understand what's important in life. And this is what Aharon is teaching us. Aharon is teaching us, is, there's a bigger picture in life. There's a bigger picture in life. It's not just uh, a fun and games. Yeah, but there's more. There's, there's Avodat Hashem, which is the best fun, which is the biggest Simha. I always say this, and I'm going to end off with this. If you would, if you would know, and you would, you would, you would ask the biggest Sadiq, take Rav Chaim Kenievsky. You don't think he had the best life in this world? Take Rav Chaim Kenievsky. You think he really had the best? And if you would walk into his house, he didn't have a mansion. You ever walk into his house, Rav Chaim Kenievsky's house? No mansion. Nothing. I don't know, two, three bedroom house? Not even apartment. Huh? And he was the happy, most happiest guy than, than, than a guy that has 25 yachts and 100 private jets and, and, and 16 mansions all over the world and go on vacation every other week. How could it be? How could it be? What do you mean? Imagine I tell you right now, I'm going to give you a new watch every single day. Imagine, right now, I'm going to make you so loaded that you're going to have a watch, Albert, yeah? You're going to get a watch. Every day you could pick, uh, what is it, Patat, Rolex, what's the name, Cartier, any single watch that you can imagine, you're going to get. Every day, new watch, the rest of your life. How happy you would be. And by the way, new suit, every day. 
New Rioni suit, crazy suits, new every day. New, 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 new shoes every day. You, new, you're gonna have a car Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. You have a new car every single day, and you get on vacation every other week. Oh wow, this is the life. Or, or sit down and steig over the Torah. Sit down and steig over the Torah for eight hours a day. He said to himself, "What do you mean? What do you mean, Rabbi? Come on." You'll be happier in this world doing what I'm telling you. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah? This is a point you saw that I'm telling you tonight. Let's remember it. Uh, let's take it to heart. The reason why, Aharon, again, one of the reasons why, because he wanted it. It's not I have to, I want to. And when you want it, Hashem says, you want it? I'll make sure that you that you get it. Um, um, hold on, I'm a man of that man. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.